Do you want to be more confident? Do you want to be more self-assured? Would it be valuable to you in your life if you didn't have the level of self-doubt that you have right now? If you want to change your mindset, if you want to learn how to have more happiness in your life, more success in your life, and be more authentically you, then you've come to the right place. Welcome to the More Confidence with Luna Guy podcast. I am your host, Lenaria Gaia. Hello to my fellow travelers on this path of self-love, this journey to becoming our most truest, most authentic self. It's such an honor to have you here for episode 171 of the More Confidence with Luna Guy podcast. I, of course, am your host, Luna Guy, and it is such an honor to have you here because you could be doing a million different other things right now. Actually, it's likely that you probably are doing a few other things right now. Maybe you're doing your shopping or going for a walk or cleaning the kitchen. I often love to listen to a podcast while I'm cleaning the house. So, or going for a walk or on a road trip. It's the last day of January. Can you believe it? Can you believe that we're like at the end of January already? It just, you know, it, it always staggers me that, that there's almost this huge rush to get towards December and, you know, get to Christmas and all that kind of stuff. And then before you know it, we're looking at the end of the month already. Despite that, I'm wondering how you're going. I'm wondering how you're doing here because on today's episode, I'm going to kind of just, it's a little bit of a hard truth here. You are being way too hard on yourself, way too hard on yourself. You beat yourself up like no tomorrow and then you beat yourself up for beating yourself up because you think that you, quote, shouldn't be beating yourself up. Does this sound familiar at all? You are beating yourself up for beating yourself up. You are feeling guilty for feeling guilty and you are just multiplying your misery as the days go on, particularly at this January kind of fifth. You know, this is why this is so important at this time of year because you may have a month ago decided to set some goals, some news resolutions, things that you wanted to do. If you haven't gone already to go and check out my my version of news resolutions, my version of, quote, goal setting, Go check that out. A few episodes back at the beginning of this year, I did a podcast episode all about all about how to set intentions with with love and kindness rather than like hustle and drive and go and push. So if you haven't already, go check that out. But it's pretty likely that some of you have set some goals or you have in the past. Irrelevant of goals anyway, you are way too hard on yourself. And I just, I just know you are way too hard on yourself. So I want you to try a little tenderness, my loves. I want you to try to be a little bit uh, kinder to yourself, right? Because it's actually damaging your process to be your most confident self. You want to be confident. You want to be authentic. You want to be able to be free from this crazy mind that you've got that holds you back all the time. If you are being too hard on yourself, that's literally slowing down your progress. It's like carrying a dead weight while trying to swim. Yeah, you may get a little bit stronger, but it's more likely to drown you. Yeah. So we want to be able to move beyond that. So welcome. Welcome to today's episode. It's a pleasure to have you here. I understand that every episode that I record is someone's first. So if this is your first time here, you've come to the right place. Come to the right place because here on the More Confidence with Luna Guy podcast, I'm here to show you how your thinking, how your mindset and how your emotions are often holding you back from being the version of you that you really want to be and what to do about it. Yeah, there's only so much that we can do in a 20 minute or a 30 minute episode, but this is episode 171. So if you go back and listen from the very beginning with a body love meditation interviews, I've got some really exciting stuff coming up this year as well with a with a series called How'd You Get So Lucky. It'll be done here, delivered here on the More Confidence Lunar Guy podcast. Effectively, I'm going to be interviewing people who are living life on their terms. 
because I know that you want to as well, right? You want to be able to live a life that's free. How do people break free from the conditioning of the have-tos and the musts? And how have they made that happen? What's been their mindset? What's been their attitude towards it all? And how have they overcome a lot of the obstacles that come with living your truest, most authentic self and living the life that you want to. So you can look out for that. There is so much free content that I that I offer. And of course, if you are interested and you want to join any of my courses, I'll talk about that a little bit later. But, you know, I'm, I'm here for you and I've got your back. So you've come to the right place. If you want to be your truest, most authentic self, be assertive and confident and stop getting in your own way, then here we are. Here we are to do the things together. And if you don't know any of my story just yet, I'm sure that many of you already do, but I used to hate myself. And people on the outside wouldn't have known that by any stretch of the imagination. Like I came across as confident, vivacious and bubbly, but it was it was very much a mask. It was very much a performance. And I never felt like my truest, most confident, assertive self. I could stand up for others, but when it came to myself, I didn't even know who I was. And I'm not just talking when I was 16 or 25. I'm talking, you know, into my, into my 30s. It was kind of like, oh, like I, I've been living a life for other people. I've been living a life that other people have dictated of me. And I have beliefs of how I, who I should be based on other people's opinions, not even based on my own, which I'm sure that you can relate to, right? I'm sure that you can relate to holding up an armor a kind of sense of like or like this protective layer of who I should be. And it's heavy, man. It is so heavy to wear it all the time. Don't you just want to like shake it off, <laughs> get it off your back to be able to just be free and lighter and, and liberated from your own sort of sense of judgment. Really, that's what it is. Judgment of others, judge of yourself. Whatever it is, I know that you want to be free. And I also understand that the things that hold us back, you know, there are there are lots of things, but from a foundational level, the foundational thing that hold us back from being our most confident self is our relationship with fear. Fear holds us back lots, right? And if we don't master it, it's going to rule us. So it's really important that we're able to master our fear. Second one is looking at our beliefs. If we have unconscious beliefs that are out of alignment with our conscious desires, then we're constantly going to be sabotaging ourselves and wondering why. We're sitting there going, why am I not getting those results? You may not be patient enough, which is which is what we'll get to today, right? Be a little bit more patient. But often what happens with self-sabotage is there's an unconscious belief that is holding you back. Yeah. The other thing is, is our emotions. Most of us have no idea how to deal with our emotions. We are either pushing them down to the point where eventually they just explode, or we have no idea how to translate them. Your emotions are, are indicators. They're kind of like a, the, the, the buttons on a, on a pilot dashboard. If you don't know what each alarm bell or indicator means, you're walking around blind. So learning how to deal with your emotions is really important. The fourth one here is our thinking naturally. It's our negative thinking. It's our negative self-talk, right? That negative self-talk that goes round and round in your head, you tend to believe. We have about 60,000 thoughts a day and 90% of them are the same thoughts we had yesterday and the day before and the day before and the day before and the day before. So you're literally just running on repeat in your mind. If you're not learning how to deal with your negative self-talk, then that's going to get in your way as well. And the fifth one here is the way we feel about our bodies. The way we feel about our bodies 
I know that for, for some of you, you're like, oh, my body's okay, I'm okay with it. But really this relationship we have with this vessel that we have, we carry this around with us all the time. And if you're insecure within your body, you're, it, it limits you from expressing yourself, even visually, the way that you want to express yourself. It limits you from being able to be intimate with partners because you're concerned about your body. It limits you from doing things that you think that you'd like to, like skydiving or going for a run or whatever. It Even going to the beach, it stops you, right? So it stops you from living your full life. And the sixth one here is is a level of communication. The way that we are able to communicate our needs and our desires and our wants and set and keep boundaries is super, super important. And if we're not able to do that, then that kind of assertive piece starts to crumble and people start walking all over us again. We become a people pleaser again again, and our self-esteem drops. So if we learn how to deal with our fear, if we learn how to deal with our emotions, if we learn how to, you know, what beliefs are holding us back, if we learn about our negative self-talk, if we learn about our body image and a bit more of communication, then we are far deeper into our ability to be able to be confident with ourselves. Which is exactly what I'm going to teach you in the foundations level of Claim Your Confidence. We start on February 13th, which is just a couple of weeks from now. So if you are curious about joining us, uh, there is still spots available for that starting on February 13th. So just a couple of weeks ago away. So if those six things seem of interest to you, entry level to communication, I'm going to teach you about your fear, your beliefs, your negative thinking, your body image and your emotions jump on board. We've already got many people joining us for that training and it's going to be absolutely exquisite. I only run it a couple of times a year. So this is the first opportunity for 2024 to come hang out with me, which will be fabulous. Come join. Click the link in the show notes. Do the thing. (sighs) You are being way too hard on yourself. You do know that, right? Think about it for yourself right now. How How hard are you on yourself? Like you hold yourself to standards and expectations that that you wouldn't with anybody else, really. Even if you have high expectations on some of the people in your life, you have to do it better and, than everything all the time. There's no way that you would expect the same level of output from other people as you expect from yourself. You just don't. You think that you have to be perfect. You have to get it all right. Other people are allowed to make mistakes. Other people are allowed to look a certain way. Other people are allowed to have all of that, but you're not. What makes you so special? (laughs) I often ask this of my clients. I say to my clients, hey, do you think that everybody deserves love? And they're like, yeah, of course. I said, do you think everybody deserves to love themselves? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, is there any exception to that? Do you think that everybody in the world deserves that? I said, and what about, you know, murderers or criminals or that kind of stuff? And and generally the answer is, look, I think that they deserve to love themselves and maybe if they did love themselves more, they wouldn't go down that path. Yeah, kudos. That's That's how I kind of feel about that. And then I say, okay, so that's everybody, right? They're like, yep, everybody. And I'm like, do you deserve it? Pause. And they're like, yeah, that changes the game a little bit, doesn't it? They're like, well, I just, yeah, I'm like, okay, cool. So 7 billion people on the planet deserve to love themselves, except for you. So there's this almighty God, just say whatever you believe, there's a creator, create 7 billion beings on the planet and everybody is worthy of self-love. Everybody, everybody is beautiful. Everybody is whole. Everybody is valuable, except for you. It's funny how we think that, right? That we are so special that we are the only person on the entire planet who doesn't deserve that. 
What do you think about that for yourself? Don't you deserve to be less hard on yourself, less expectant of yourself? Not because you don't hold yourself to a standard. We talked about this a couple of weeks back on the the poison of productivity a couple of episodes ago. Not because we're not holding ourselves to a high standard, but but because you're just berating yourself all the time. You're just, you know, being mean to yourself. And look, this is a very common symptom of low self-esteem and self-worth, right? Because when we have low self-esteem and low self-worth, it comes with the belief, I'm not enough, slash too much, right? It's this really funny paradox we have. There's a belief of, I'm, I'm too much, I'm not enough. Or can we be both? Yeah, it feels that way in a, in a sense, like I'm too much of this. So if I can just be less of this and more of that, then I will be loved. Less of this, more of that, then I will be worthy. Less of this, more of that, then I will be valuable. That's effectively what that belief says, that that I need to transform who I am. I I need to almost edit parts of me. This part is too much, but this part is not enough. Even Even the belief that says I'm too much is actually a belief of not enoughness, right? If I'm too needy, if I'm too sensitive, if I'm too serious, if I'm too, you know, um, something, if I'm too big, if I'm too loud, I'm too ugly, too old, that still stems from the idea that I'm not enough. It still stems from there's something lacking in me because the too muchness, it's not that I'm too, it's, we're not saying we, that belief doesn't say I'm too much as in look at how good I am. It's saying that this is too much and that makes me not enough. So this low self-esteem belief that's at the core of all of our low self-esteem, when we have low self-esteem and when when we have low self-worth, it's because we believe that we're not enough deep down. There's a lack there that I'm, it's either that I'm not enough, that I'm not worthy, that I'm not loved or I don't belong. That somewhere along the lines, I'm not enough. And so that lends itself to being like we're hypercritical of ourselves, we are judgmental of ourselves and others. We're never enough, no matter what we do, no matter how much we push, no matter how much we achieve, no matter no matter what we've done in a day, it's never enough, right? We're demanding on ourselves. Oh my God, are we demanding on ourselves? We're unfair on ourselves as well. We don't give ourselves the same kind of grace that we would give other people. We don't forgive ourselves as easy as other people would, right? We are unreasonable with ourselves. We're putting ourselves down. As I said, we're berating ourselves. And we have new benchmarkers all the time. So just say we sit there and go, right, I want to get 5,000 steps a day, right? As soon as you get to 5,000 steps a day, it's now six. And then five's not enough anymore. And if you do 6,000 steps a day, now you have to do seven. Six is not enough anymore. And maybe finally you get to 10, you go, okay, 10,000 is enough, but I need to do crunches. You know, whatever, whatever it is, whatever standards that we have, cool, I need to do that in a shorter period of time. I need to be more, I need to be more, I need to be more. Have you found yourself doing any of these things? I'm sure that you have because these are the symptoms of low self-esteem. These are the symptoms of, a, of low self-worth that has that belief in its core that says that I'm not enough and that I need to prove myself somehow. I need to be doing more or being someone else in order to be more valuable. That's effectively what the belief says. Everyone just take a nice big deep breath. 
Sigh it out and move your body. We're going to do two more of those. We go in. One more in. There's a really good reason why I want you to do that. Because right now it's probably pretty like you're like, I do do that. Oh, my God, what's wrong with me? (laughs) You're now literally beating yourself or beating yourself up. That's what you're doing. You're feeling guilty for feeling guilty. I want you to understand this, that this is very human. You're allowed to feel the way that you feel. The, the, these things that you do, hypercriticalness, judgment, setting new benchmarks, being unreasonable. If you continue to look at those things and then you are hypercritical of those things and judgment of, you, of those things and putting down of those things, do you think that you're ever going to get out of the cycle of self-abuse? No, you're not. You're always just going to stay there beating yourself up. And look, we use that word. We say beating yourself up, right? Oh, I've just been beating myself up a lot lately. Think about that very practically in terms of our language. We're literally abusing ourselves in those moments. Maybe not physically, but we certainly are mentally and emotional. I know for myself, I said, I used to say, I know for myself that I was in a long-term abusive relationship with myself. And no, I didn't punch myself necessarily, but I certainly back in the day would cut myself and I would certainly have moments of, you know, like I had bulimia for many, many years. I would binge drink, binge anything that I possibly could, which was really punishment of myself. It was really abusive behavior towards myself, really promiscuous. And that was abusive towards myself because I thought that I deserved it, deserved to be treated in a way that was um, like an object discarded. All of that was abuse. Even the way that I would hold myself to account. No, you have to. You must. Don't be so lazy. Get off the couch. Go to the gym. Hustle, hustle, hustle. That's really abusive. I want you to think for just a second. If if you were in a relationship with someone that was you, okay, go, go, go with this for an example. Just say the you that speaks to yourself all the time and the standards that you hold on yourself, that's one person, and then there's you who has to receive that. What kind of relationship is that? I know I discovered for myself that if I was in a relationship with myself and spoke to myself and treated myself the way that I did, if that was with somebody else, they could charge, I could be charged for that. I could be arrested for that because I would starve myself. I wasn't allowed to have food, right? If I did have food, I would verbally abuse myself, even if just in my head, right? I restricted and then sometimes I would force myself to overeat. And then I would force myself to go to the gym. There was all this forcing. And if I was in a relationship with someone else and they did that to me, that would be illegal. All of the things that I did to myself would have been illegal. And so I want you to ask yourself that question right now. What kind of relationship would you be in if you were in a relationship with yourself? Because here's a newsflash for you. You are. This is the long-term relationship. You're in a long-term relationship with yourself to which you can never divorce. It's the single most important relationship you're ever going to be in with yourself. Please know that because you can't get away from you. Oh, you can try. You can drink and you can take drugs and you can scroll and you can shop and you can keep busy and you can gossip and you can never be alone. But wherever you go, my friend, there you are. 
there you are. You can distract yourself as much as you possibly want, but you are in a long-term relationship with yourself and you can't ever get away from you temporarily, but even that's just more abuse. So it's worthwhile thinking of those in those kind of terms. If you were to think of yourself as being in a long-term relationship with yourself, what kind of relationship would you like it to be? Do you want it to be loving? Do you want it to be kind? Or do you want it to continue to be something where you're really mean to yourself? Because I was really mean to myself for a very, very long time. And where did that lead me to? Just feeling like crap about myself. That's where it led me to. And that's where it leads you to as well. It just perpetuates the cycle of, of self-abuse and that sense that you are unworthy, that you're not enough. And so no wonder then we might, might attract people to us who also treat us like shit because we treat ourselves like shit, right? We don't think that we deserve any better, so therefore we're likely to attract people to us who <clears throat> also don't think that we deserve any better. And that's just going to fulfill another belief. You're like, oh, yeah, see, there you go. So-and-so treats me like shit, so therefore that's another reason why I'm unworthy. Except what would happen if you change that relationship? If you thought about yourself as someone to be loved, a child, for example, if you had a child with inside of yourself, if there was a child and someone spoke to that child the way that you speak to yourself, how would that be? Some of you have kids. If someone spoke to your children the way that you speak to yourself inside of your mind, would you let them? Would that be okay? Would you allow that to be a standard thing that is happening to your child? Would you let that happen? The answer is probably not. Right now you might be having like a slap in the face moment like, holy smokes, I, there's no way I would speak to myself, speak to my children or let anybody speak to people that I love that way. So why do we do it to ourselves? Because you don't think that you're somebody who's worthy of that love. But the only person that gets to change that, my friend, is you. You are the only one that gets to decide the benchmark on that. It wouldn't be okay for you to, for a loved one of yours to, to be treated like that. So let's change it now for you. Is it okay for you to treat yourself that way? Is it okay for you to keep being so hard on yourself and putting yourself down and being miserable with yourself? Or is it abusive? And maybe do you need to do something about that? There are three little, you know, checks that I want to give you here. I, I want you to understand here that that inner child is always listening. There's an inner you that is always listening, that knows the way that you treat it. And if that inner you could have a voice, what might they say about the way that you treat them? That inner voice that just says, um, excuse me, do you have to be so hard? I'm doing my best here. You're abusing that little child with inside of yourself. And that's a reality check. I know that that can sound really harsh, but I want you to get the honesty here. I want you to be honest with yourself. That's one of the biggest components here of any kind of self-love work is that you've got to be honest with yourself. If you're not willing to sit there and check your own behavior, this is not about beating yourself up. When you recognize that you're doing that, cool, the buck stops here with me, right? You can make that decision to go, I'm no longer doing that anymore. I've been abusing myself. Well, now forgive yourself. And I know that that's easier said than done. I get that. 
This is why it takes practice. Practice makes progress. It doesn't make perfect, it makes progress. So the three things that I want you to really take home from this conversation, actually four, because I want to give you a bit of a bonus. You can't hate yourself into self-love. You want to be confident, you want to love yourself, you want to feel self-assured, right? If you abuse yourself, if you're hating yourself, if you're rejecting yourself, you're not going to get any closer to self-love. You hammering away at yourself trying to get a different result out of you and being mean to yourself, that cannot lead to love. It can't because you're being mean to yourself. You need to love yourself to love. Does that make sense? So the first one here is be a good role model or a good parent to you. To you. Literally, if there's a little child inside of you, a little girl, little boy, little whatever inside of you and they're listening all the time and all you do is be mean to them, I want you to start being a good role model. Like what would that look like? If you were, if you were a loving, kind parent, what would that look like? Would you say nicer things to yourself? Would you have a bit more grace? Would you be more forgiving? Still holding accountable, you know, we don't want to like sit there and go, okay, cool, I'm being really kind to myself and she can eat ice cream for breakfast every day. It's probably not going to result in kindness either, right? So hold yourself accountable, yes. And the distinction there between accountable and beating yourself up is understanding that if it was for a child, you know, if your kid wants to eat ice cream for breakfast every single morning, you might not think that that was in the best interest of the child. But you wouldn't sit there and go, don't be such an idiot. Don't be such a fool, you stupid kid. You can't eat ice cream for breakfast any morning. You'll be fat and then no one will love you. Stop it. <laughs> that might not be great. You would say, honey, ice cream is not the appropriate thing to have to breakfast every day or every week for that matter. Here's what we're going to have instead. I love you and I know that you want ice cream for breakfast. What's important to know that I'm here to care for you and to look after you and ice cream is not the best thing for breakfast. Yeah, there is some love in that. They're still holding the accountability, but there's not beration. It's not, you've done wrong, you're bad. The second thing is, you know, to really have discipline. Discipline is an interesting word because a lot of people come with like scolding. It's exactly that. There's a scolding level that comes with discipline. But discipline is just about having at a level of accountability and having a, a line that is drawn. Kids need boundaries and they love routine. And when we still have an inner child inside of us, because we all do, if not many, having that level of discipline of like a bedtime routine, cool, we're going to go to bed at 8.30 and we go to bed at 8.30. When we hold ourselves accountable to that and when we're having that level of discipline, what that, what that lends itself to is not scolding. Again, it's not you did something wrong, I'm disciplining you. Discipline as it would be taught as in uh, karate is a discipline. Meditation is a discipline. Yes, routine and structure to build confidence. Because when we are able to hold ourselves and if every night, just say before we go to bed, we always brush our teeth, that's a discipline. You're disciplined enough to brush your teeth. That means that you're going to have healthier teeth. That's what we mean by holding discipline. Yeah. The third thing here is treat, treat yourself as you would others. 
if you wouldn't speak to anyone else the way that you're speaking to yourself, have more grace, treat yourself kinder, be kinder to yourself, don't be so hard on yourself and, and give yourself more grace because you deserve that level of grace and it's okay to have it. Because if you keep beating yourself up, you're just going to go down that pathway. So you can't hate yourself into self-love. It's the first one. That's the bonus one. First one really is be a good role model or parent to your inner child. The second one is hold yourself accountable and have discipline. And the third one here is treat yourself as you would others. Yeah. Do unto, you know, the, the saying is do unto others as you would yourself. Right. But if we do that, I think that's what the world has been doing. We have been doing unto others as we would do ourselves. And how we do ourselves is treating people like crap, treat myself like crap. If you, you're, a, you're a good friend, I know you are, you're a wonderful family member, treat yourself with as much grace as you would someone that you love because you deserve that. I'd love to hear how you go with all of this. My coaching books are closed about now, but if you are curious and you want to know more about coaching, go ahead and click the link in the show notes, coachingwithluna.com.au forward slash coachingwithluna. And maybe, 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 maybe you can come hang out with me for Claim Your Confidence Foundations level starting on February 13th. Again, it's in the show notes, so go check that out. If you're curious about that, but you don't really know where to go, just go ahead and book a call with me. We can have a conversation and see what's going to be right for you. Do the thing. I love you. I hope that you are much kinder to yourself at the end of today's episode. I, Until next time, I love you and I hope that you love you too. Thank you so much for listening to the More Confidence with Luna Guy podcast. I hope you feel more confident, more self-assured and ready to go tackle the world's problems and maybe kick ass in some of your dreams. If you haven't already, I would love for you to like and subscribe, follow, and maybe leave a review so that other people know how to find this awesome podcast too. If you're wanting to sink your teeth into something even more juicy, my number one best-selling book, Perfectly Imperfect, Your Complete Guide to Loving Yourself and Loving Your Body, is now available on all good bookstore sites, both in print, digital, and I narrated it for Audible as well. If you think the coaching or maybe one of my courses is for you, why not head to www.moreconfidence.com.au and get in touch and see if we can talk. And of course, you can find me all across the social medias. That's Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube, which is where you're probably listening now, or maybe even here on the podcast platform. Sending you big love and wishing you a beautiful day.